An ode to thee, sweet Nelda Lee, lady legend of the air. Eagles, harriers, hornets, even goshawks, of these you took great care. Forty-five years of showing Boeing that you definitely belonged surely deserves an episode more than twenty minutes long. Young lady, they asked in sixty-five, are you sure you're in this class? Why, yes, Professor, Sweet Nell replied. Now kindly kiss my... Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. <laughs> it looks something like this. Ugh. 1.21 You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Hello, folks. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the award-winning Hashtag Getting the Best Podcast in All of Higher Education I'm your co-host, Jeremy Henderson, a communications and marketing specialist. Marketing. We've got to pay attention to that marketing. We're doing Mr. a lot Phillips. of it these a days. A lot of it. That would be uh, Austin Phillips over there. and He's the director of the uh, Office of Communications and Marketing in the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering, the best college of engineering that I know of. Ever. Nelda, how about you? It is the best. Yes. That would be Nelda it Lee. It is the best. Our esteemed guest, a legend. There's really no other oh, uh, the legend of legend. Nelda. Yes, <laughs> the legend, a pioneer. If ever there was one, does that mean you've been around forever and ever? It's been Never. a while. I mean, I mean, I'm not, not going to lie. Let's see, 69 graduate, right? 69 aerospace. Aerospace. What would Was that at 51 years now? What is that? Yeah, yeah, is yeah. yeah you, you're right? good in math. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Got to be yeah. good at something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a 69 aerospace engineering grad. The second, I think, woman? Yes. The second aerospace right. engineering grad. That's what they tell the me. Lady. <laughs> the lady. Well, it was awesome. Like, So we'll bring this up later, but Nelda was recently honored with our Distinguished Auburn Engineer Award, and we asked for some photos. And one of the photos she sent is a, is a class shot. Oh, really? And there's you know all these white men. And nailed her. And nailed in, 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 in their black suits. And, their, and, I, and I didn't know that. I wore a white blouse. Yes, it's awesome. It is it awesome. Is, no, and sweet hair. Oh, yeah. That hair. Beautiful. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Those are the good old days. Those were then. very good old days. Very good old days. Yeah, uh, we got we got to talk about the career. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, first, let's just get going. For, well, full disclosure. I call it kind of Ken. I was about to say, Not this kinda. is what? This is nepotism episode what? No, 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 no. It, it's kind of Ken. Your brother, Nelda's brother, is married to my mom's sister, otherwise known as my uncle. But, you know, it's, it's, it's marriage. It, it's married in. Okay. This so is like a Andy Griffith and Gloria type thing. No, 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 no. <laughs> Cousin Gloria. No, 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 really no, no, no. This is, this is, it's, it's just by marriage. By but I'd marriage. always heard of Nelda. Roger's sister, Nelda. Roger, he was jealous. I tell you what. <laughs> I was I about mean, to say, what did Roger do? Yeah, exactly. Not, I mean, how, how do you. Oh, oh, he earned that degree, that PhD degree. Oh. So he made, he made us all look oh, real bad. there we go. How do you follow in those footsteps, though? Those air steps. So let's, let's talk about first how you, how you came to Auburn how you got here and then let's take off but, um, <laughs> into the career with a little company called boeing this woman was boeing places before before boeing was boeing it was before yeah, boeing yeah, was before boeing? Boeing. Oh, yeah. I, I i sort of turned boeing down initially they offered me a job back in 69 
but I turned that job down so I could work with McDonnell Douglas in St. Louis doing military airplanes. My goodness. I assume Boeing had me slated for commercial airplanes in Seattle. And I thought, that's too far from Alabama. Uh So I'll go to Missouri, work on military airplanes, which I thought would be more exciting, actually. So that's why I ended. But then here comes Boeing again. I said, okay. (laughs) Okay. McDonnell Doug, you had your pick of the litter there. I mean, just anyone you wanted. And Lockheed. I interviewed with Lockheed over here in Georgia, but they didn't want to. It wasn't. It wasn't the engineering job I wanted. Really? They wanted me to be a technical writer, and I knew how writing would go for me, so, <laughs> so that didn't work. Well, that's that, got to be awesome, just to be able to have your pick. McDonnell Douglas, Boeing, Lockheed, whatever. You know, it was, it, that was uh, 69, and, and uh, I think Lockheed came here to campus, but Boeing... Uh, I don't know that Boeing and McDonnell Douglas had never been to Auburn because they always picked the Midwest, Purdue, um, Michigan, Nebraska, Ohio State. All those second-rate All of those engineering, yeah. and, but they came to Auburn, and those I interviewed ones. here on campus. Real, on campus? On the, campus interviewing. How got awesome a job, that? So that was pretty awesome, I thought. Well, how'd you, how'd you, how'd you come to Auburn? Yeah. Well, my dad was an... Uh, Auburn engineer graduated what? in fifty one after the war. In what discipline? Me- mechanical. Okay. Mechanical. His career was at more civil. He worked for the Alabama Highway Department and was the county engineer, built roads and that type of thing, uh, highways. But so he didn't want to be a civil engineer. <laughs> he, he actually became a, a professional, a licensed. Uh, engineer for the state you know he he had he was doing a lot of road building so so, but his grandson my brother Horace was a I'll I'll say an agricultural engineer graduate from here I don't know what it's called today I think I think it's got a bigger name or something biosystems but he graduated in that and his son is a civil engineer graduate from here so it's Brian, in the blood. So we got one of every kind there of engineer. There you go. That dad, Justin Lee is slacking, though. I tell you <laughs> yeah. what. Only the, he barely passed my class Only the sports editor of the uh, OA News now. Sheesh. Yeah. Come on, my, man. My dad used to say, you know, there's all kind of engineers. Even some call themselves civil. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. There you go. Well, so where, where are you from originally? Where did y'all grow West up? West Alabama, Pickens County, oh, near yeah. Tuscaloosa. Uh, but dad was a mechanic, graduated from here, and so it was in our blood. And so, um, you know, we said, Oh, I think I want to go to Georgia Tech. Oh, I think I'll go to Nebraska, you know, something. He said, But if you go to Auburn, I'll pay for it. So that, that, was, the end of that, that was the right. end of that <laughs> story. <laughs> yeah, well, we're well, well, you, we talked about that photo. What was it like for you to come in here? And you sit down and you look around and you're, you're the only woman. Only one. Well, I didn't pay much attention to that because I grew up in a family of br- uh, brothers and cousins were guys. And so I grew up and I was a kind of a tomboy anyway. So I, it didn't bother me too much. I mean, I had I could have conversations about trucks and, you know, plowing and animals body odor yeah i I didn't pay much attention to it i just but i you know i soon um so i just struck up a conversation and if they talked to me i talked back but otherwise you know it's kind of like i would respond (laughs) otherwise they would so when they came to you and said would you please tutor me (laughs) yeah or, or are you sure you belong in this class and i thought 
Now, did a professor actually t- say that to you one time? Yes. Yeah. Are you sure you're in the right <laughs> class? Sure I, thought, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Which class was it? Do you I'll remember? I'll just sit it out and see. Uh, yeah. Do you remember which one it was? I, it, I think it was a dynamics, thermodynamics class. Man, um, can you imagine that? I think. Young lady. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah this what? is the thermodynamics see, class. That's, that's where, yeah. you know, you just, with the today's mindset. But sure. Austin, you know, I'm, I'm wanting to be like. Are you in the right class? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, are, you, are you sure you're in the right class? Yes, I think so. But Austin, the where I noticed it the most was at the, in the later years of my degree. I had to take some electives, and I uh, I had was interested in music all of my life. My mom wanted me to be a music major. So I broke her heart when I chose engineering, but <laughs> but she soon realized yeah, that yeah, was a I good think thing. You made the wise choice. But but when I in the later years I had to pick electives, so I picked uh, appreciation of music or music theory or something like that. And when I went to those classes, it was all women, mm. and here I'm dressed in my bum clothes because I've been <laughs> going to engineering classes, and it's kind of a laid back. You know, we're dealing with something on the board that's some long-winded equation and we're not worried about what we got on too much now i gotta worry about how my hair looks and what my my clothes look like you took care of that hair that's for sure i mean to tell you that was an awakening that i had slipped i needed to become more the woman that i was you know was and I, so I that was an it that was an interesting perspective for me because i woke up really i woke up yeah, huh. I realized that I needed to dress my part, do mm. my thing, be who I was, and I had become slack in my years. That was that. That's a true story. That woke me up. Well, uh, parlay that into your interviews. You know, what was that process like? Uh, again, you're. Inter- I'm sure it's a pretty predominantly male <laughs> yes. industry at that point. Yes, and the interview, I don't remember the interview here for the job. I can't tell you what, what questions they asked me. You have to kind of look at it from their side. They needed women, and I had a degree, and it was aerospace. So I I had to step up to that challenge ahead. But I don't know how the interview was, but I got a job, and I t- took it. I went to St. Louis. Um, the industry, I was back where I started. Are you Are you sure you belong? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, but... I I had a degree and that mattered to them and uh, it mattered to the guys I worked with. A lot of them did not have degrees and I didn't rub that in. I mean, shoot, I we're, we're working <laughs> we're, we're, we're working on the same design parts. It didn't matter. And did, they, did, and, did you ever feel intimidated? Did you feel pressure? Um, not really. Okay. I I didn't want I didn't want that to be a part. I wanted a, I wanted this guy sitting here to be my friend. We're working on this part. He doesn't have a degree. I do. So what? It doesn't matter. Right. That's why we it do does, with Jeremy. You know, it, uh, he it doesn't. doesn't or it we doesn't think matter. It's the product that we're there to do. You know, I was fortunate. I could go to come to Auburn. My dad was here. He he was fortunate in that the war helped him go to college on the GI bill helped me come to auburn on the GI bill back then so it was a it was meant to be i guess well let's let's hear about climbing climbing the ladder because it seemed to happen pretty quick right i mean because listen listen this woman has a wikipedia entry 
you Google Neil DeLee, you know, you're not having to scroll far. I mean, it's right there. As it should be. And it's talking about, you know, it's it's talking about your education. It's talking about, did you even know you had a Wikipedia injury? I didn't know. You ever, I, Google, I, you ever Google yourself? No. I was about to say, no. you want to check that thing out for accuracy. Yeah, I mean, it well, looks pretty good. Because you know anybody can put anything on that. That's true. But I mean, it, 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 the F-15. Yeah, yes. I, that's what I want to I mean, yeah, that's, that's what talk I want to that. So how'd you get there? Well, when I hired in, I, in, in St. Louis, at that time, um, McDonald McDonald and Douglas had merged back in 67. So this is 69. And at that time, the company was trying to redistribute their workload. So they, they had sent the DC-10 wing from California to St. Louis, and we were designing it in St. Louis. So I was put on the DC-10 design team. So here I am back on the commercial airplane. <laughs> you tried to get away from it. I tried it, yeah. to get away from it. Well, but that was a good learning experience because I was actually in structural and mechanical design on the drawing board back then. No computers on the drawing board, you know, draw, putting lines down and drawing by on pencil and then converting that to mylar and all those things back then. So I was doing, yeah, no. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. So back in those, well, I got all those, still got those little, anyway. You still have them? Yeah. The little pencils and yeah, everything? Yeah, oh, awesome. those little metal tips and yeah. all that stuff and the paint, you'd paint it on and then oh you'd decide, gosh. oh, that wasn't supposed to be there, so you'd race that off. <laughs> the guy said, Nell, don't worry about it. The pay is the same. If you put a line down or if you erase it, don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, I, you're my buddy. <laughs> So so then the F fifteen. So we, we, we got to hear about I, that. I, I mean, this is a poster on the yes, wall yes, kind of yes, stuff. Yes, right structural here. and mechanical design DC ten, and then I transferred over to F fifteen wing design. So I was now I'm on the F fifteen, and so think of this: you're going from a massive DC ten wing designing parts. You got all this room, you know, and I'm wing only. So then I they transfer over me to F fifteen wing design now you go from a huge wing down to a little wing and now you got to design parts but fortunately the wing is being built out in the shop so i spent a lot of time going from my desk down to the shop to look at what they were building where the part was going to go how you take it out they found that fascinating that an engineer would come down and look at what they were building I thought, why not? Yeah. 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 I grew up with my dad that way. You look, you think about it, and then you go see how it's going to be built. Well, they, they found that on you because the engineers never went to the shop back then. Due diligence. I know. So that was a good thing. So then from the F-15, which is an all-metal uh, wing, uh, they transferred me over to the F-18 wing, which is a graphite epoxy wing. I'm still wings, though, but now I'm designing the skin, which is made out of graphite, and you layer it just like you're... Just like you're cutting out material for a, a, a garment. Hmm. I mean, you actually design, and then you stack them up with the epoxy and bake them in the oven for so long, and now you got very, a wing. Very, very early 3D printing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 It was really awesome. But I, But then now the computers come along. So they put me on the computer, and uh, so now I'm designing the F-18 wing with a computer, and lo and behold, I've somehow got into that very well so now i'm teaching it at night to the to the guys how to design the wing on the computer at night so that kind of got me moving around in the company doing more things what you want to do you want to get out and see what's going on it's a big company you can move around 
So I did that for a while, and then one day the phone rang and said, Nelda, we need a woman in flight test engineering. We have no women in flight test engineering at McDonnell Douglas. And I said, okay, I'll transfer over there. If I don't like it, can I come back? Because I loved my design work. And they said, yes, you, you can. But I got over there. They assigned me to... Uh, to the F-4, F-15, so I could learn flight test. Sent me to Pax River, Maryland, to the Navy Test Center to learn how to brief the pilot, write the flight cards, learn what a test plan was, the whole big picture. So I did that for a couple of weeks, came back, and then I slowly migrated into the F-15 because the F-4 was at the end of its test period and so that was phasing out it was just a way for me to learn from some of the old timers mm. who could teach me and show me so then i went over to the f-15 and i never came back because see i when i left auburn i had a private pilot's license as part of my engineering degree uh dean uh, pumphrey yep that sounds right Whatever, I've forgotten his Pump. yeah. Dean Pumphrey gave me permission to take uh, one of those electives that I needed. I could take flying lessons for one hour credit and ground school for three hours credit. I had a four-hour elective I needed to graduate. I substituted flying lessons, and so I had to pass flying to learn to get my degree, but, but he let me do that. that so this was whole not, time, that, you're a licensed pilot the whole time. So I gra- I left Auburn with an engineering degree and a private pilot's license. So that was Boeing or McDonnell Douglas. That was man. I that just, was awesome because flight test engineering. I could talk flying, you know. I could talk to the pilots and all. So I guess I I had something that they could take and use and develop into something else. What'd Me. you leave Auburn with? A uh, journalism degree and a lot of debt. Yeah. <laughs> I, got a, I got a pretty good Galaga score one time. <laughs> well, my dad, I guess, took the debt. I didn't, oh, I didn't do man, that. Man, that's just impressive. So then my career in flight test took off because I, I, uh, you Literally. know, I had a look, I was making a little bit of money. So I kept my flying up and I got my more flying. I did my instrument, my multi engine. I did a lot of flying. When I wasn't at work, I was at the airport because I was making a little money and I turned it back into flying. And all the time I'm advancing in my flight testing because it, it was my niche. I found my home. I found what I liked best. So you're able to take it from the design and go up and see exactly how it's being, you know, yes. real world, yes. real sky up well, there in the wild blue yonder. Yes. And see, I had learned enough on the design side because I was doing wings, but I was over here talking to the landing gear guy when I wasn't, you know, or going down and talk to the fuselage guy or somebody else. And I was going to the shop and I was looking at the airplane. So when I went to flight test, I mean, you're around the whole airplane. It's ready to be tested. You kind of look at how it's built and if you, you can talk to people. And in flight test, the good part about that is you're designing or you're laying out a flight plan or test plan and it might be on the landing gear system. So you've got to go and talk to the landing gear people and you learn what it is they want to test and why and how it's built. And I wasn't a, a real technical person, but I could ask enough questions or I had an expert. You know, we got this guy in our group who likes that kind of thing. So psh, go with me. 
A leader. Nelda leader is what it sounds like. And, you know, we had a radar guy, and I didn't know much about the radar, but I could say, I think this sounds like I need to bring the radar guy over here. Yeah, you do. Bring the radar <laughs> Well, so Wikipedia is saying you were the first woman to get up in an F-15. That's true. The first That's one. true. It, what was that experience like? I got you know, this this pilot's license, I'm sure, is a Cessna over here. Yes, a 150. Yeah. A well, little so, two-seater. So what, what's, but, tell, but, but, what, but, but, what's it like you get up in that jet? This is Top Gun kind of stuff. This is, this is just unreal. But that was back in the day before 9-11, of course, when, when uh, the company and the Air Force, because the F-15 is built for the Air Force, gave permission that – we in flight tests and others in the company uh, could write their na- you could write your name on the uh, on a on a clipboard in the radio room, and if they had an empty back seat, for whatever reason in one of their trainer aircraft at the time, you could get a ride. Well, you would see newspaper people get a ride, you know. It, they, and that was a ride, you know. Or you would see some senator yeah. get a ride, or you'd see, you know, somebody get a ride. So we'd start writing our name on there. And um, lo and behold, I'm sitting at my desk one day, and the phone rang and said, Nelda, your name has come up. Do you want your F 15 ride? <laughs> unbelievable my name so i dropped my pencil and i stood up and the guy beside me said nelda's gonna get her right <laughs> i said yes i am so i went over and they fit you for your uniform uh the flight suit uh the helmet the whole the the parachute the whole nine yards oh, you man. get fitted you get and they they tell you what to do if you have to bail out you I mean you don't practice this they just say you know but they tell you how to how to increase the pressure so keep the blood up in your head and so you learn just the spur of the moment how to get through this how long were you up there hour and a half oh it was it was, I was thinking like 10 minutes yeah. no an hour and a half it's hour. In the disney ride <laughs> but it but it was it was amazing that i had kept i had kept my flying up to date I had taken my logbook to work for months, mm-hmm. and it was in the desk drawer in case this happened. Oh, yeah, you were planning ahead. And the pilot that day happened to be a flight instructor, F-15 instructor, and I had my book, so when the, when, when the phone rang, I knew that this was an opportunity that I couldn't let pass. So um, we went, and, he, and it was a two-airplane flight because we were – what they call a chase and target airplane you chase we're selling this the front airplane to the air force and they need a second airplane to chase it check out some of the landing gear some of the things or we're the target to do the radar sell off oh. we were out here in the front and they put their radar on us and so we had to do some maneuvers but gary the pilot said nelda we won't make you sick you know we won't Sometimes the pilots would try to make them. Oh gosh! <laughs> make the, make <laughs> the said, we won't make you sick. I said, "Okay, good." But and, and he knew me from other test programs, and he said, uh, "And I'm going to let you fly it when I can." He said, "So you can log some time." I said, "Awesome!" So, so you like take over? Took over. Oh my! And gosh. so he—that's where I learned that statement that if you want the airplane to turn left, just think. Because I mean, it's—it is so sensitive. The 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 flight system is so sensitive that you just 
you just tap it and it'll move on you so those guys have a steady hand you know and when we do test programs we'd say a quarter roll and they'd slap that thing over and it's you know or, or like we want too, a full so. roll a quarter quarter stick half stick you know you would you would write down what kind of turn you would want them to do so i knew that when i wrote a flight card after that and said i want a quarter stick turn that they were doing that and here i am up there just barely <laughs> tapping it because i so now i understand the airplane right and i had been to the simulator and you know played around with a little bit but you don't get it till you get up in the air no well so 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 we flew for an hour and a half and uh he let me do some a little bit of stuff in the air but then he let me fly the entire descent back to because i had my instrument and i could i i and just before we get to the ground i said gary you're supposed to take the airplane (laughs) i said we're about we're about jesus take the stick we're about to hit the he said nelly you're doing fine but all of a sudden it went beep beep and that means the tires hit you know beep beep so i don't know if he did it or i did it man man. i'm gonna give you credit that's awesome we could do this yeah we we could do it at any rate it was an awesome day he wrote in my book we took pictures and now there's another part of that story the guy who was on the list in front of me uh a teammate they couldn't find him Mm. so they skipped over him and 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 called me and i got the flight well when i got back on the ground who's standing at the bottom (laughs) of the steps but the guy that they they missed bad time for a bathroom break the the good thing is he worked for me for a while when we were at edwards doing spin programs and that kind of thing but he later went on and became the f-15 vice president president vice president of the whole entire program so no, i worked yeah. for he him he wasn't up there that day though yeah. so, so, yeah. so that he holds that against me I to guess, this day i guess yeah at, in his position he got to fly it many times and also oh. the f-18 so i don't feel oh, too bad okay. but he loved that okay. story yeah, well, we could talk about this for forever. We uh, we gotta we gotta run right now. But um, yeah, yeah but we before we leave, I, I, not only just like I said, we could we could talk about this for an hour and but a half. Something else that it's just you know, besides you being like we said, a legend, a pioneer, um, just some of the things that you've done here for the college. Um, you're immersed in in our hundred women strong program um you know has established a scholarship we've got a beautiful pavilion outside of uh, brown copal that's named in her honor sold it on me the computers the maker spaces all that it was all right but when i saw that pavilion (laughs) i was like sold i mean that that place is so i I just again and you've gotten every award that you can basically get from aviation to things that we give hall of state of alabama engineering hall of fame um just amazing. I appreciate so much of what you do um, for the young ladies now. Not only oh, the young yes. ladies, yeah. but the young men now. Yes. Of you are a tangible evidence of what they can do and what they can accomplish. Wikipedia says your middle name is distinguished. <laughs> is that correct? I, is that what the D stands yeah. for? <laughs> I, I, I can't spell that. I told you about my spelling. <laughs> well, can't thank you enough for uh, for being here and for everything you do for Auburn. And and you've done for Auburn, and you're gonna I keep love doing Auburn. for Auburn. Yes, Auburn, you Auburn got me where I am in my career. You know, they they kickstarted me right out there. They equipped me with what I needed. All I had to do was like hand the ball to the running back. Now you go. Mm-hmm. All I had to do was go. And if I flubbed it, it was me. Oh, well, next so, time, I was in Tank Bigsby now over here. Uh, <laughs> next, next time, next time you're down for a game, we'll have you back on. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, part part two, That's part good. three. Thank you so much, Nelda. War Eagle. War Eagle. War Eagle. War Eagle.